This year is the Il Nishmas Basha Liba Bas Avram, made in Shama Havin Aliyah. This class is solely intended to educate consumers. It doesn't in any way replace a person's Rav. Any questions regarding your Kashra standards should be discussed with your personal Rav. Last class we discussed that once scales are removed from a fish, there is no way to identify this fish anymore as being kosher fish. And therefore, if the scales were removed without the presence of a fermiyid or a mashgiach, we have no way to know that this fish is a kosher fish. This week we will cover other forms of identification to identify that a fish is a kosher fish even when it has been scaled and all scales have been removed. There are some ways, according to some opinions, to identify the fish positively as being a kosher fish. So Halacha mentions in Shulchan Aruch that a fish that hasn't yet grown its scales but one day will have scales is already kosher right now at the moment even though it has no scales since it comes from a kosher species of fish. The question that's asked is how could we know it's a kosher fish if it's missing its scales? If the only way we could identify a fish is with, this, with the scales that it has kaskeses, if this fish right now didn't grow kaskeses yet, how could we know it's a kosher fish? And the Darke Tshuva explains that there's an idea of tvias ayin, which means a person could recognize, could have visual recognition of a fish and be sure that it's a kosher fish by the visual recognition. Tviyas ayin could only be done if the fish has its skin intact. And as long as the fish's skin is intact, either a mumcha, a fish expert, that is a shamer Torah mitzvah, that's a fromiyid, can identify the fish positively as being a kosher fish, or the person himself, if they are very familiar with the fish and they are 100% sure that this is a kosher fish, they could recognize this fish with tviyas ayin as being a kosher fish based on the skin that they are seeing. This is because each fish has unique characteristics in its skin based on color, design, and patterns. And if someone is certain that this is a kosher fish, then they can have tviyas ayin based on the skin. This, however, has to happen with a frumiyid, that's a mumcha, or that's very familiar. It cannot be told to a person by a guy or by someone that's not shemitara mitzvahs, even if they know very well how fish look. A person can only rely on a shemitara mitzvahs for such matters. A practical application to this could be if a person buys fish from a fish store, that it has already been fully scaled. Because usually when stores fillet the fish, they also remove the scales. And many times they don't do such a good job, and you could find a few scales on the edges or in the corner in a spot that was overlooked, and that is the case many times. But sometimes you can be faced with a fish that not a single scale is left, and you can identify it 
and therefore you have to come onto the skin of the fish to identify this fish as a kosher fish. However, once the skin is removed from the fish, there is no way to identify a fish just based on its flesh. We don't have any tradition that that is allowed, uh, except for salmon, which we will discuss momentarily. If the fish still has its skin on, but does not have any scales, there's an additional way to identify the fish by just its skin. This idea is also brought down in the Dark Yitshuva, and that is, Dark Yitshuva writes that all fish that had scales, that had kaskeses, even if the scales were removed, there's always going to be a mark on the skin of the fish, a small pocket-like indent or groove in the skin of the fish where the scale was lodged into and where the scale was resting. And if a person sees a fish that has on its skin these grooves, these small pocket-like grooves, then you could know for sure that this is a fish that had cascases and you don't have to see any cascases you could rely on those grooves to consider it a kashra fish. He says that no other fish have these groove-like pockets except for fish that had cascases. See attached pictures for an idea what these grooves in the fish's skin look like. Not all Rabbanim are comfortable relying on these signs we just mentioned relying on Tvius Ayin, or relying on the grooves in the skin. Therefore, one should contact the Ruff to see if they should rely on these things. Till now, we've discussed if the fish still has its skin, it is just missing its scales. Now we will discuss a case where the skin has been entirely removed. Once the skin has been entirely removed, there is no way to identify the fish anymore with tviasayin or with seeing grooves on the skin. And therefore, a fish is not acceptable and cannot be considered kosher once the skin has been removed. However, there is an exception to this, and that is salmon. Salmon has a very unique orangish, pinkish color. And many hold that the color of the salmon is a strong enough simon to identify it as a kosher fish. Rabbi Belsky from the OU, received from Rabbi Nata Grimblat, which heard from Ramayusha Feinstein that the color of salmon is considered a strong enough simon to rely on, to consider. Uh, that uh, enough of a sign to identify the fish as a kosher fish. Therefore, according to this opinion, even if the skin has been fully removed, if one positively identifies the color of the salmon in the flesh of the, of the fish, you know it is a kosher fish. The logic behind this is that the only fish that exist which have this pinkish, orangish color, are kashra fish. Those fish are namely salmon, steelhead trout, 
and arctic char. These are all kosher fish, and they're the only fish that have this unique color. There is a fish out there that's called rock salmon, which is actually a type of shark, and it has a pinkish color. However, it is clearly a very different color than salmon and is not confusable with salmon, and therefore it does not cause an issue with identifying salmon by just its color. However, an issue came up when there started being an idea of artificially dyeing or coloring the flesh of salmon by feeding it a certain type of uh, food that has in it carotenoids which basically are absorbed by the flesh of the salmon and give it the color that it has. With a little background, salmon when it is in the wild and its natural uh, habitat, it has a diet which is very high in keratin. It eats sea creatures which are high in keratin like shrimp, lobsters or krill. And this has an effect on their flesh because their flesh retains the keratin and gives it a very orangish, pinkish color. However, once salmon farming began because there was a shortage of uh, fish in the wild, uh, farmed salmon actually have a very, very pale flesh, almost white. That's because they're not, they don't, they're not fed food that's high in keratin, and therefore they do not have the color in their flesh. So they started feeding farmed salmon a type of supplement which is high in keratin and therefore uh, by feeding them this supplement the farmed salmon absorbs this color in their flesh and they get that orangish, orangish pinkish color which makes it look similar to salmon. Now once you're able to color a fish the question came up maybe any fish could be colored and therefore the, co- the color of a fish cannot be any more proof that this is a kosher fish. But in truth, it's not a concern, and that's because the salmon has a very unique type of flesh that absorbs and retains the keratin. However, all other fish do not have that unique flesh, and even if they are fed lots and lots of keratin, they, their flesh will never look just like salmon. It may absorb a little bit of color and look very lightly colored, but never will it really look like uh, salmon's color. And feeding it all those supplements will be uh, highly expensive, and it's not uh, at all worth it for anybody to go and invest so much to make a fish look like salmon when it is pretty easy to uh, farm salmon. Therefore, based on these facts, the mainstream hashgachas generally will allow salmon without a mashgiach tmidi, without a mashgiach checking that it was a kosher that has there was a kosher fish. They rely on the color to be a sign for us to know that it's a kosher fish. There's also some people that say there may be a concern that the fish was injected with needles to uh, inject color into the flesh of the fish. However. That would be easily identifiable because you would see many pokes and holes in the flesh of the fish as well as the color wouldn't 
spread evenly in the flesh of the fish as well. The color will, would come out very easily if the fish was cooked or brined or handled with. Therefore, that as well is not a viable option and it's not a concern that that is being done to fish to give it the color of salmon. Although many Ashgachas rely on this heter of the color for salmon, um, some Ashgachas are not comfortable with it, and this includes the Star K. The Star K will not certify salmon unless there's a Mashgiach Tmidi checking each salmon for scales, as well as the kosher check will not allow salmon to be certified unless it has Mashgiach Tmidi, and Hamish Ashgachas as well will not allow salmon to have hashgacha unless there's a mashkiach tmidi. However, the general national hashgachas like the OU, the OK, the Chafke, and others will allow salmon to have hashgacha without a mashkiach tmidi. Practically, this will affect locks. You will find locks in many stores with the OU, with the OK, with the Chafke, or with other um, hashgachas. These locks are not produced uh, with a mashkiach tmidi. The hashgacha is relying on the color itself. Uh, amongst rabbanim, there are some rabbanim which accept the color hetwe for salmon. There are some which don't accept it. Therefore, ask your rav how to go about. And if you are told not to rely on the color of salmon, it will affect uh, what type of locks, for example, you would buy if you are buying locks that has hashgacha tmidis or buying locks that the Hashgacha is relying on the color of the salmon to tell us that it's a kosher fish. Another product which would be affected by this would be canned salmon. Besides for the Bishul Yisrael aspect, with which, which will be talked about by Rabbi Hanoka, there's the aspect of identifying the salmon inside of a can. So if the salmon has still has the skin on and you can see some scales even in the can, then you could identify it like that. But if it, the skin has been removed, or you have no way to tell to find scales on the fish inside of the can, therefore some uh, will allow the color of the, of the salmon to be used as identification. However, if you don't follow the color of salmon to be a, a proof that it's a kosher fish, that will not suffice, and you, can only, you will only eat you could only eat canned salmon that has mashkiach tmidi. And some say that when it comes to canned salmon, once the salmon goes through the whole cooking process and it is canned, it actually loses its unique color and it turns into a very, very light, pale uh, pink, which many other fish, including rock salmon, when they are cooked, could actually look very similar to regular canned salmon and some say that once the fish is canned it's very hard to identify the color of the fish uh, based on how the flesh looks like. Another fish which there is some sort of identification left even once the skin is removed is uh, herring. There are some that hold that the shiny silver film which is left on the flesh of the herring under the skin is enough of a sign to identify it with Tvias Ayn. This was the opinion of Rabbi Belsky from the OU.
uh, that even though the skin is removed, that shiny film which is left is enough for a person to uh, I, I positively identify this as a herring fish. And therefore, even if herring may not have mashkir tmidi, some will feel comfortable eating the herring based on Tvius Ein of this shiny, silvery um, film. However, many don't hold of that, including the okay, and all herring, which is under the okay, has a mashkiach tmidi, checking each fish before it is filleted and before the skin is removed. In next class, we will cover different types of fish products and how mashkiach tmidi applies to fish oil, fish sauces, fish gelatin, and the like. This is a follow-up on last class, Fish Facts, Part 3, regarding the color of salmon. Someone asked whether wild salmon could be relied on for its color. So the answer to that is that the discussion was about all types of salmon. Whether, in, according to halacha, is color a valid enough of a proof to prove that this is a kosher fish? Now we got into farmed salmon since farmed salmon seemingly proves to us that you could color any fish to make it look like salmon. And therefore, color of salmon shouldn't be a proof. But then we explained how it's not viable and not worth it for people to invest in regular fish to try to make them look like the color of salmon since it is very difficult to do so and that only salmon has that unique flesh which absorbs the keratin color properly and it's much easier to make salmon look like salmon than to make any other fish look like salmon so it doesn't cause a problem the fact that we can make farmed salmon look like salmon since it's still a unique color and it's not worth investing in any other type of fish but regarding the question if we could rely on color, that, e that applies equally to farmed salmon and to wild salmon. If we rely on color, then all salmons are good. If we don't rely on color, even wild salmon, the color itself won't be enough of a proof, and you need to see scales.